The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We got a live wire show for you guys today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Before we get started, let's say hi to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Eileen. Yes. I ate a Swiss Miss and chocolate went all over my crotch. Could you lick it off? I can. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tempt me. (laughs) We're perverted, folks. Today's show is so filthy. I mean, you're going to do novenas for us. Pray for our souls. Pray for us now. Because we're all going to hell. (laughs) There we go. Then we got our women behind the boards in West Palm Beach. We've got Danielle. Hello, Danielle. Danny, Danny, Bobo, bo, bam, Danny. Where'd she go? I don't know. Danielle, say hello. Hello, hello, hello. There oh, we go. Sexy Ava Gardner voice. Huh? There yes, we go. Then we got the man behind the videos. Scott, what's up in Philly? You're getting snowed on. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, hey. This is Scotty J. There we go, everybody. And we got a chat room full of people. Let's say hi to B. Claudia in Germany. We have, uh, what did that one just hey, say? B. Hey, oh, Sam Stevens in the UK is in the chat room. We have Jimmy from the Aquarius View, Billy Hess from Long Island, uh, Ailey from Estonia. No, Billy Hess is not from Long Island. He's from Westchester He's from Westchester. Okay, whatever. Anyway, the chat room is full. Jimmy from the... Oh, Sharon Leah is in the chat room. What's up, Sharon? From Pennsylvania. I heard you got a new song. Yay. What happened to the one I liked? Anyway, we're going to have a lot of fun, you guys, today. We've got a great guest. Our first guest is in studio. It's our I think it's the first time we've ever had somebody sit with us in studio ever yes, in like nine, and since we've been on history. television. You made history. Yeah. So we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the fabulously gorgeous and talented Eileen Boobs Shapiro. Hi, everyone. Move the microphone. There we go. Say hi. Hello. <laughs> Say hello to the sisters. Hello, everyone. These are the famous knockers that I always talk about. There you go. And Eileen Flew in, you guys, from New York last night to Palm Springs. She's staying with us to go to a bunch of Oscar parties, starting with one tonight. We're going to the Info List Oscar party, pre-Oscar party tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. Lots of cool celebs that have been on our show are going to be there, and we're looking forward to it. And so she's sitting with us live. And isn't she gorgeous? Yeah. Isn't it cool Aww. to see all three of us she on a couch? We've never so done that before. gorgeous. But I feel like and we're I'm- about to see a nip because Ron keeps messing with her boob, and there's about to be a nip slip up on this show. Well, let's I'm in the, I'm Hold, in the mail and let's I love stop it. this. Hold the mic there. I want you to lean. Put your legs now. Down. See if you can talk. Now lean forward. <laughs> now lean forward, and let's see the knuckles. There we go. I mean, these are magnificent breasts. Even a gay guy wants them. I mean, really, they're tits for days. 
Like and they're real. They're not water bags. Most chicks have these water bags that if you fill them up and grab the, squeeze the tit, you can hear like tide going in and out like oceans. We have all kinds of like people in the chat room coming in. Everybody awesome. says you're gorgeous in, in the oh, chat room. Oh, thank you, everyone. And uh, they're all watching us on video, and our video is looking crisp, and we all look pretty. And you know we love Eileen. We always talk about her. She's probably like my dearest New York friend. Billy Hess also. You should be here, Hilly. Hilly, Billy. Yep. <laughs> Hilly, what's up, Hilly? We want to give a shout-out, too, to Mark, Billy's husband, Mark, Mark Dawes. Mark is the best hairstylist in New York City. He's a Sutton Place hairstylist. And if anybody knows anything about Sutton Place, <laughs> it's the place where the millionaires live, zillionaires. And all of his customers are famous celebrities and wealthy women. Who knows shit from Shinola, and they go to Mark's salon. So we also B Beast saying how great we all look, and she's hey, so happy B. we're all together. On three, let's all say hey B. One, two, three. Hey, hey B. B. Yay! Hey, we love you now, fucking, more than life itself. How, how fucking juvenile was that? I, who cares? <laughs> That's why people like us because we do stupid shit. Uh, <laughs> I want to say hello to Sam. Sam's there. Say hi to Sam. Sam, 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 Sam. The, Sam, Sam, the. the you handsome thing. And Billy Hess says he loves just guys, and Illy's there, and Billy now says, hey, B, and it's all going to be a lot of fun. I think that's so cool that all the chat room loves each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love to be in the chat room because everyone loves each other, like to death, and they really do. It's totally genuine, right, B? No, it's very cool people, absolutely. So also, you guys, the weather here is gorgeous. It was 40-something last night, but now it's like going up to like 65. The 70, sun is out, 70. 60, the sun is 60. out. It's gorgeous. Eileen and I were driving in my little yellow Audi TT Roadster with the top down. That's true. And I drove all over uh, the country club that we live in, and she freaked out. And now she said she may be up by a house. And you saw Elizabeth Taylor's house, right? Did you show no, her? No, I didn't show her. I saw, no, her, saw Kirk, Kirk Douglas's Kirk house, Douglas Goldie Horn's house. Uh, Did you show her Cary Grant's house? Not yet. I'm saving okay. that. First no, that's because you made us come home. Well, we had yeah. to yeah, help. Wait, we have a show. It's not, <laughs> not Cary Grant's house anymore. It's Ron Russell's house. Yes. You got to like Jimmy said it. he's going to buy it for me. We're probably going to have to pay $4 million five. So, so we I, need a sponsor. Wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Now, everybody be quiet. This is very serious. Do you love me? I am very sad. I am very unhappy because I don't have four and a half million dollars. <laughs> so if everybody out there sent one dollar, we have four and a million people, four and a half million people that watch the show. If you all sent one dollar, I'd be able to buy Cary Grant's house. And then you can all come and have a party in it. It's that. And thing. all you guys would need to like send us some money every year to help pay the taxes. <laughs> yes. And as an, ad, as an added bonus, Eileen Shapiro will be there and she'll let you grab her knockers once, like one squeeze. There you go. One squeeze of the knockers. For $4 million, you can do whatever you want to me, honey. <laughs> I got proud. Me, me too. Me so, too. so what do you think, Eileen? Now, you've never been to California and yeah, I know, realize you've only been to Palm Springs. What do you think so far in the less than 24 hours that you've been here? First of all, everyone, they have the most beautiful house. It is absolutely decorated, the gayest, most fabulous house in life. Okay, now Ron's the one with the gay gene. I'm not so so sure about uh, Jimmy over here. Jim, <laughs> no, Jimmy's Jimmy's trailer park trash. <laughs> but the house is magnificent. The neighborhood is great. The weather is fabulous. It's just an amazing. Tell him how great my office is. Oh my god! Oh my god! You walk into his office and all you see is 
clowns that are scary, like from it. And you see, what's that big thing you have there? That's like nine feet tall. It's a it's a werewolf. A werewolf. A mechanical okay. werewolf, and I have a mechanical Jason, and I have a bunch of four foot like Batman's and Darth Vader's Edward and Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. Oh my God, you should have bought. I have a RuPaul doll that's got a real dick. But it's tucked like RuPaul. Yeah, it's a tucked dick like RuPaul. <laughs> I feel like it's I would love your fun. office. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and I love scary movies. Oh my God! You would love all oh my, my stuff, God. and almost all, and all the stuffs like autographed from the people because they've been on the show. And I collect the Funko Pops of everybody who's got an like half the half the action figures I have, and I have hundreds of them are people that we've had as guests on the show. I want to. I love it. I love it. Can we just appreciate your shirt right now, Jimmy? I love it. Oh, thank you. This is a one of a kind Jimmy Star shirt from back when I was doing clothing design. It's got skulls yeah. on it, right? Got skulls and snakes. It's a tattoo print, so it's got skulls and snakes and Chinese women and. And like all kinds of flowers and all kinds of stuff, and, and it's a one of a kind shirt that I made. Thank you. I think it's fabulous. I love and it. Ron I love has it. on his queen shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm a queen, but I, <laughs> I want uh, Queen to win because his performance was outrageous. Did you guys see Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah, I'm talking. Okay. I uh, he lived the part. When he wasn't on set working, he still stayed in character. If he doesn't get the Oscar, it's bullshit. I and agree. the movie and Glenn Close has got to win for the wife. She was absolutely stunningly fabulous. Uh, Lady Gaga sucks. She shouldn't get anything. She shouldn't even been nominated. I mean, she acts like a corpse. She was. She and I'm an actor. I know what I'm talking about. Gaga walked through it. If she wins, it'll be because everybody loves Gaga. I, I yep. like that movie, but I definitely agree that Bohemian Rhapsody was way better than uh, a, oh. a born star. I watched, and and yeah. it's not because it's a tutti frutti movie that I'm voting for it. I don't do that. It's because it was Rami done. Rami Malik was absolutely it was done, awesome. If you keep talking, this mic is going down your That's throat. That's okay. That's what happens. We talk. Right down your throat, this mic is going, yeah. and you're going to hear your tonsils tingle. I would like to see something down this throat. Actually, B. Claudia loves Queen. <laughs> She's dirty. Hang on. Wait, wait. She hey, wants Scott. To go dirty again. Scott, did you see Bohemian Rhapsody? Rhapsody? I did, and I loved it. But then I'm a Queen fan to begin with. So okay. Did you see that yeah. they're actually <laughs> doing a Motley Crue documentary <laughs> on Netflix? <laughs> oh wait, we have to told lots of echo when we talk to you. Scott. Now wait a minute, I wasn't <laughs> finished with my soliloquy. Okay, go ahead, go back you to your soliloquy. Fucking broken down homos. Listen. <laughs> um, also, Roma should not win. It was a dog. It was a hideous movie, black and white, no sense. But it will win because everybody wants it to win to go against Trump. Because Trump hates Mexicans and the film's about Mexicans. So that film is going to win, which is not fair. Because there were so many other films that really were much better. But America always is politically correct. And Hollywood's full of shit, as we all know. And they do what's best for Le Dollar, the moolah, the money. Billy Hess says Glenn Close is from Westchester. I don't give a shit where she's from. She's, she's a fabulous. Guy. She was so good in that movie, The Wife. It was excellent. No, no, but the favorite has to win something. Oh, yeah. The favorite has since, to. Since Eileen interviewed all the major cast members of The Favorite, yeah. she wants them. So she interviewed. And it was the best movie. Emma Stone, Rachel Weiss, Joe Alwyn. Uh -huh. but, but that's because you, you interviewed them. Actually, that was a good movie. No, it was we a great movie. We didn't see it, but they said it was a it great was movie. It was all lesbianotic and great. Oh, that gay stuff? I hate those <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that gay trash. You know, gay people. And really, it was so British. Gay people should be thrown <laughs> off the planet. Oh, it's, it was an amazing movie. Bill oh. saw it with me. B. Claudia says that, the, uh, that uh, I think so what she means to say is that Queen's performing at the Oscars because of it. Oh, good. Uh, he's, yes. I'll, I'll, I will definitely go up to him and congratulate him. You're not going to see him. 
Um, you don't know that. He's not going to be at the same party as you. You don't know I'm going to the party that you're going to. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we're going to ditch you. We're going to the real Oscars. <laughs> no, let me tell you something. I got a phone call from Aquaman, and he said, you are the hottest, sexiest thing in the world. I want you to come to the real Oscars, and then after, go home with me, and we'll have wild sex. I thought and, you didn't even like Aquaman. Well, wait a minute. I said to him, I said, I don't really like you. Yeah, Jason Momoa, I like him. Now, Jason, Jason Statham, said, Statham. Statham said, screw Aquaman, I'll take you home. And I said, now nah, you're cooking, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you got to like love They him. all want me because, you know, it's like novelty. Hang on. Like, cause, What's cause it like having sex? We don't know what Danielle likes. So, Danielle, who do you like better, Jason Statham or Jason Momoa? Um, I'm not a fan. Jason Statham. Hands down. I, I don't like all that ugh, muscular. Like, he just looks too. I don't even know how to, like, say what he looks. I don't know. I like. Uh, I don't like my men so muscular. I like my men meaty. Okay, hold on. So, so Scott, from a straight man's perspective, who, who do you like better, Jason Statham or Aquaman? Uh, Aquaman, definitely. Yeah, me too. Okay, good. Who has a bigger penis? Oh, I don't know who has a bigger penis. Well, that's who I Jason, like <laughs> I, 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 I've seen Jason Statement's penis, and it's huge. We don't know if it was really him, or we don't know no, if it's no, really no. him, or if somebody stuck a head no, on somebody no, else's no, body. No, no, yeah. no, they did a shot of when he was rolling around in that skirt. Remember, he was like in the crazy house, and he wore like a, a hospital thing. He didn't have underwear underneath, and when he spun around, the the the, the thing went out like six, seven inches, eight inches, nine inches, maybe. The I know, robe. Yeah, you, I know. I uh, I rewind not, that part. A few times. I think, though, that Jason Statham is a very cool actor. I love that he's in the, he regenerated that whole Fast and Furious franchise and, and all his movies, like The Transporter and stuff. They were all good. He's the best thing England's got right now. He's just not, but he's not, he's not Aquaman, though. Aquaman's the no, bomb. Jason Statham's got sex appeal. Statham. Statham's right. What the fuck Statham. His name is Statham. <laughs> I give a shit. I am British. Yeah, he's, I think he's British. Yeah, he's British. Well, no, he's not British. Maybe he's, he's Scottish. From, I think he's from Wales. Wales or Scotland—that's all the same shit. When you're over there, it doesn't oh matter. But nobody's got Wales, nothing Scotland, on Charlie Hunnam. It's all the same. Charlie They're Hunnam all... is my man. Who? Charlie Hunnam, Who? the guy from Sons of Anarchy. Oh yeah, okay. Who? Charlie. She likes Charlie Hunnam. He was the guy who was supposed to be in those those sex books movies. Um. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. He was originally cast as uh, the guy in that, but he he bowed out of it. I guess he didn't want to be stereotyped that way. No, he didn't. I um, mean, he's in the Pacific Rim, the first Pacific Rim movie, which is great, and he's in Sons of Anarchy as the star, and that's a great show. Oh, you love that. Yeah, he's yeah. the blonde, the really good-looking blonde. You love that, Jimmy. This yeah. is such homosexual speaking. I hate this conversation. It's so queer. <laughs> I mean, men talking about other men. How disgusting is that? Thank God I'm not gay. Uh huh. <laughs> if I were gay, I'd be vomiting now. Yeah, but everybody in the chat room, either. But you got to think about it this way: if there's gay people listening, they love love it, and all the women, which we have a ton of listening, they love it. And actually, Jason Statham is from Shirebrook, United Kingdom. That's where he was born. Where the fuck is that? I don't know. In the UK. Ma'am, is that near you? And his and his uh, mom was a dancer, and his dad was a merchant and a lounge singer. And he was on the diver on the British national diving team and finished 12th in the world championships in 1992. And then I guess he wow. became an actor and now I'd he's like, like a superstar. I'd like to see him dive in his Speedo. <laughs> yeah. And as he hits the water, his Speedo comes off. Woo! Yes, yes, All I know yes. is I'm in the middle of the two sexiest men in there life. There you go. So yeah, and, and we have in the middle the biggest tits in the world. <laughs> You know, the cartoonist that uh, K.O. Co how do you say her name? Kadrosha on a Kadrosha has a comic book. 
and we're all in the comic book yes, because we, we went to the crazy house and King's Park <laughs> on Long Island that's abandoned and we were doing a uh, psychic thing about contacting ghosts and there was a, a chain link fence that we had to go over and everybody had no problem doing it but Eileen got caught at the top and her I boobs <laughs> her boobs were hanging over the fence <laughs> and we had to go push her and we had to go no you didn't do it stop being I a didn't fucking do it. hero Very you, you gotta get in the act I'm gonna, this mic is going up your ass now not your mouth <laughs> <laughs> if you don't stop. Anyway, <laughs> I had to go and with both hands grab her tits and push them over the fence. Otherwise, Eileen would still be hanging there. I would there. still be hanging there. She'd still be standing So anyway, the it. cartoonist contacted me and he said, Ron, what do you think about Eileen? And did I make her tits big enough? And I said, I don't know. Send me a proof. And he did. He made them really huge. We also need to say hi to Jimmy from the Aquarius View. We missed him earlier before when he... Uh, I don't think I mentioned him Hi, at Jimmy. the beginning, and he's been there the whole time. So what's up, Jimmy? Is the pervert from Australia there? No, I don't see him. Well, how come he's not there? I don't know. Yeah. His wife probably shot him for being such a perb. So anyway, you guys, tonight, after as soon as this is over, we're going to all go get prettied up, and uh, Tony and Garrick Lee from Garrick Lee Style TV are coming over, and we're all driving to L.A. to go to the InfoList pre-Oscar soiree hosted by Jeff Gunn, who it's also his birthday, and it's at the Sky Bar at the Mondrian Hotel, and we are going to have a really great time. Thomas Churchill's going to be there, Ollie London, who we've never met, Lorene Landon, Jason, Woo, Jason Prince is in from the UK. We're going to meet with him. Robert Craighead, Daniel DeCrisio is going to be there. Danny, Danny, my boy. Oh, I want to see him. Um, Adrian Wilkinson's going to be there, and then they have a ton of like... A, Wait, they you, have, ne you never met Danny? No. Never. Oh, he's uh -uh. gorgeous. Where do you see him in person? Never, never, never. But he's a tracks star. So is he's on tracks records. Yes. Oh, he, I don't know. Like oh. Sam. He's Everyone. on tracks, and oh. Dr. Dre's on tracks, and Sam is on yeah, tracks. Dan Daniel's and got Mike Greenlee's on tracks. Daniel's got a new song Gil out. Pope. I haven't heard it yet. It's supposed to be good. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So we're going to go to this party. There's also people who are in, like, Wonder Woman, and there's people from the Cobra Kai show. And Naomi Grossman is supposed to be there, which we had her on our shows. You remember her? She's the one who had yeah. played in all the American Horror I Stories. Remember. I like Naomi. She was Yeah, nice. she was fabulous. No, I don't think Carolyn's going to this one. She's going with us Sunday uh, to the Oscars party. Right. And then on Sunday, we're going to the Oscar viewing gala and that's Sunday from 3 to midnight and we're going to walk the red carpet and do hors d'oeuvres and then do an Oscar viewing party and do kinds of, all kinds of entertainment and we have a great table and we're, I want to know what they're serving it's $2,000 a plate VIP, which we are. And I want to know <laughs> what they're serving at the Hilton Hotel for 2000 bucks. such bullshit. I mean they're going to throw a hamburger at us and coffee or something Either way, we're $2, going to it. Two thousand dollars. I want to. We didn't pay two thousand. I'm not out of Actually, the tickets. The we, if you don't stop over talking. No, I'm giving correct I'm information. I'm going to now bang you. But in you're the top giving of them the, the wrong information, and since those people it's are. It's how I see it. I know, but the tickets are two hundred fifty bucks to go to it for the peasants. And that uh, <laughs> they're not they're not celebrity, and they don't sit where we do. We're sitting in the one thousand and two thousand dollar area where the celebrities are. I am a celebrity. Fuck all of you. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so for the 200 bucks, they stick you in a bus and they drive you down to Universal Studios <laughs> and you can eat in the commissary at Universal. And I hope they're not listening because we're going to get uninvited. <laughs> oh, you know what? She's very nice. She knows my sense of humor. She thinks I'm crazy. Anyway, it's going to be a lot of fun. There's a lot of A-list and, and B-plus list celebrities going. We know a lot of the people. Several of the people have been on our show. Today uh, he took talk pills. I think you can do Oscar Oscar Gala. I think it's OscarGala.org if you want to like uh, get tickets. But I think it's sold out. But you can try by going to OscarGala.org. I think he did take speed or something. 
No, I didn't take anything. It's you just I need to. I have to make sure that the right Swiss, information goes out. Swiss roll. Who wants a Swiss roll? I'm bored. Not me. I'm very bored. You're very boring. Okay, and when I get nice. bored, I have to eat. I feel yes. like I can relate to Ron. I am always that girl that has food in their purse. It's little in Debbie's. Other words, in other words, Danielle, you're bored too. She's got little yeah. Debbie's. I mean, he's, he's so fucking like commercial. Little Debbie Swiss rolls. He doesn't rolls. loosen up ever. No, it, in, you never even, know what's gonna happen. So I always have snacks in my purse and a water bottle. What if I get stranded and my car breaks down? I have food and I have water. I'm good to go. There you go. Well, that's good. So he's eating Did, little Debbie you Swiss should, rolls. You should always have like condoms in your car too. You never know. I do. I do. We of want course to, you do. Of course you do. <laughs> we want Little Debbie's to come and sponsor our show. Check it out, we you guys, because I love, love Little Debbie's. Little, Debbie, little Debbie's. That's how come I got chocolate all over my wang. And I wanted Eileen to, you know, brush it off. And I offered. I know, but we this don't want to upset saucy. people out there. <laughs> there are those out there that are in love with her and they get upset. Oh. <laughs> you got to, like, love it. So They get jealous because they want their wangs rubbed. Yeah, that's just that's Billy Hess. Oh, Billy Hess is a pig. <laughs> he he is the, the the sexiest pig in the world. And Billy no, Hess, no 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 no. The other day, okay. Oh, wait wait, Billy Hess got a wang on him like twelve inches or something. Somebody wrote chocolate on the wang time. Yay. <laughs> Seriously, Billy Hess has got like ele- that was probably ele- Billy Hess. Oh, Billy Hess is just says yes, so I don't know what it is, and he's not the one who writes chocolate on the wang time. No, but Billy Hess has like mule meat. Yeah, but Billy Hess, the other day. His bonsai plant fell. I never <laughs> heard anything so gay in my life. I he will says, Stop. never look at him. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, I'm telling him what the chat room is. I saying. will never ever look at him the same. I'm sorry, darling. <laughs> oh, that was Sam. Okay, so tell him tell you're gonna you now Sam. you have to tell him. No, now you have to tell the Billy Hess story. I just did. You didn't tell him what he said. But you weren't listening because your was mouth like, was running. <laughs> no, I was listening. <laughs> he was like I did tell it. Billy was like, oh, my God, I'm like, it was the gayest thing. He became a homo instantaneously. Because if you know Billy Hess, he does not act like a pig. No. Oh, I'm not supposed to use that word. Gays get upset. He used but anyway, to be, he, he doesn't act like a, a, a homosexual. He acts like a heterosexual. No, he acts like a, a heterosexual. He doesn't. He's just not flaming on like a prissy queen everywhere. Oh, yes, he is when that bonsai play <laughs> falls. And then you could ask him about his office. Meanwhile, for those of you who do not know who Billy Hess is, he's probably one of the greatest photographers we have today. He's, yes. He's the movie star favorite, and I'm going to have my headshots done by Billy, and I will pay you, darling. I don't want it for free, unless you want to take it out and trade. But anyway. Um, oh, he'll do that. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> not even an issue. But, <laughs> but I, I want Billy to photograph my new headshots. He said he, he fed his nephew to Hawk. I don't know what that means. <laughs> What is that? Mean? So, so his little four-year-old nephew Liam, really cute little boy, adorable. So the other day he has a hawk in his backyard, a real hawk, like a hawk, like a bird. He went and tried to feed Liam to the hawk. No, <laughs> he did. He's like, come here, Liam. Here's a piece of bread. That's yes. murder. <laughs> It was really funny. <laughs> no, Billy didn't do that. Yes, he hey, did. Hey, you guys, can everybody hear us? Because B says the stream is off here. I don't know what but that you means. Can hear us? Um, I don't know if she means video or if she means audio. It's so video, video. Okay. There's you can't a, see us. There's oh, no. a big blizzard back yeah. east, um, and yeah. we're, tri- we're we're sending out from F- Philadelphia, which was a mistake. We should have gone out through Florida. No, we're going out through Florida, but there's nothing they can do about it because it's on Skype. So I know, but New York and, and Philadelphia are being snowed under. So no one can see us. 
Um, At the moment, I'm working on restoring that right now. There why, we go. Why, why doesn't Gene send us out to the L.A. Tower? I mean, we're right here. Well, there's nobody here. We're not there. There's nobody in the L.A. Tower? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to, to debate on that. He's getting us back, you guys. You can hear us, so, so don't worry about it. Um, everybody else says they can hear. No problem. And um, uh, and somebody says, ask about the Coke can. Ask Eileen about the Coke can. Oh, uh, uh, that Sam has a Coke can. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a really big Coke can. I'm sorry, babe. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. But aside from his Coke can... He also just came out with the most magnificent new song, and he's going to be so fucking famous. I can't even stand it. So the name of the song, you guys, is Common Ground. It was written by... It was written by Sam Stevens. Okay. It was written by Mike Greenlee and Gil Polk, and remixed by the fabulous DJ Tony Moran. Which everybody, anybody who ever been to a nightclub dancing has danced to something of Tony Moran because he's one of the biggest DJs in the history and, of DJ music. And the music. expression is not Coke can, it's beer can. No, Billy made it up, Coke can. No, no, apparently it, Billy saw it first. No, no, no. It's it's, <laughs> a, it's an old, <laughs> Sorry, honey. It's, an, it's an old gay expression from 40 years ago. And it was like, oh, I picked up this number last night and he had a beer can. So it was a beer can, not a Coke can. What's the difference? A can is a can. No, beer is one thing, Coke is another. Is a can the same size? I don't care what's in no, it, as beer, long as it's the, the same can, size. The beer can is bigger than the Coke can. <laughs> Superstar, I'm sorry about your Coke can. I love it. <laughs> She's such a size queen. I am. <laughs> Terrible. Aww. All right, now, Big Mouth, you want to talk? It's your turn. No, I'm, hang on. I'm He's texting. He's texting. That's all he ever does. Tony Moran is an icon, they said in there, and yes. I sent the text to find out uh, something, and we'll see. And uh, Uh-oh. Oh, you were supposed to announce the big announcement that I just found out, because he never told me. There's a big announcement on our show Wednesday, so I went <laughs> to... No, I didn't say it was going to be on the show Wednesday. I said this big thing's coming soon. I didn't say we were going to announce no, it. No, you did say it. Ron's you? just mad because he told me first. No. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, anyway, this is my show as well. You know, I tells, know, honey. He never know. tells me anything. He's waiting for me to die so he could take the show over. <laughs> so in Sir. the meantime, um, the same people, uh, you know, that you guys can watch us on Comcast now through the Galaxy Global Television Network. And in a couple of weeks, probably three or four, uh, our show will also be on the Dish Network across the country. So then we'll be on Comcast, Roku, the Dish Network, iHeartRadio, W4CY, uh, all our syndicated stations, YouTube, uh, uh, Vimeo. We'll be everywhere. There will be like almost no place you can't find so us. So with Comcast, be really soon. you just do Comcast on demand. And look yes, for we're the, on Comcast on demand. And then you just I, look I, for the Jimmy Star Show. Yep. I okay. demand silence. I demand silence. I want the camera to see my beautiful wristwatch. It's, uh, what's his name? Michael Kors. Michael, Michael Kors. Kors. And Eileen gave it to us, I guess, as a house gift. And I love it. And it's a tan house strap. Gift. No, a personal you still, gift. You still, a have a, gift. you still have a, uh, a tag on it. Yeah, I'm going to leave it there because it has the price, four ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. I got uh, a pink on, one. It says on sale for four. Yeah, I got a pink rhinestone one. Yes. It's fabulous. <laughs> that goes to tell you who the fruit is in this marriage. <laughs> you got to, like, love it. For real, how come you left that on there? How come you left the tag on and underneath I, it? I couldn't get it. Off? I couldn't get it off. <laughs> I just got it two hours ago, and I had things I to do. I can get you Billy actually says that that, 
Billy says that that watch was his, and she <laughs> took it from his house. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah Clive has no. just joined us from the UK. To Hi, you Hannah. guys. What's up, Hannah? Uh, Billy, yes, I understand there are many kleptos in your house. <laughs> and I'm not one of them, but we know some. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hang on, I'm making... I want to play the video that we did with uh, Garrick Lee at the West Elm um, West Elm pop-up store thing, but I just want to make sure that everybody can see us again. And I I bullshit you not. His work is so mid-century. If you have a mid-century designed home and you don't have one of his pieces of work... Okay, we're going to wait a few minutes. We're not quite ready. Displaying his work. He does 1955 Cadillac car in front of a mid-century modern Palm Springs house. Women in fabulous clothes of the 50s. The paintings are so interesting. Are not paintings. What are they called? Serographs? What are they? They're fab. They're not paintings. They're some shits. I'm not sure. Anyway, they're fabulous. Because he's got originals and then he's got... See what I mean? What I should somebody tell you to talk a lot today? Were you influenced? No. I'm speaking and you're kind of I know, in. I'm telling you, you you said I don't know what they're called and I'm like responding because like I'm giving people actual real information. Did I say Jimmy? I don't yeah, know I don't what care. they're called. It doesn't make any difference who you said, what you said. I'm speaking. See you, this Twinkie? You interrupt me all the time. Guys, this <laughs> is real life. <laughs> see see this Twinkie? You know where it's gonna go in a minute? It's going in your mouth, actually. <laughs> you catch your gay buns. Who, who wants one? You gotta like love it. You guys, you guys should all tweet to Little Debbie and find out if they want to sponsor our show. We like the Swiss rolls. I like the fudge rounds. Debbie has no money. These things are like a dollar a box. You did that very sexy. Mm. You gotta like yeah. love it. So seductive, Ron. I have a little bit of a lady boner now. <laughs> I love that lady boner. <laughs> lady boner. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's, that's my, something new. I've never heard of that. Really? That's you my gave thing. me a new word. That's my thing. Every I, I time I see more a hot cho- man, more I, chocolate. I'm coming. I'm coming. More, more chocolate fell on my dick. Wait, there's no video yet. No, no, there is video. We're gonna do it right now. So All here's right. what we're gonna do. What do you want to show? Oh, you want to show him? You're, you're getting the chocolate off her dick, off his dick. Off her dick. I think the show is so fucking vulgar. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you guys, we went to everybody loves Lady Boner, by the way. So that was really good. That's a good one. Um, all right, everybody. So here's what we're going to do. Um, Garrick Lee was at the West Elm. Uh, it's a store and he had a pop up store. They have a thing here called Modernism Week. Um, and it's all mid-century like uh, architecture stuff. And it's a really big deal. People come from all over the world to go to Modernism Week. And uh, Ron did a quick two-minute interview with him about some of his art and where you can get his art, and I put it up on YouTube so we could play it today. So this is uh, Ron interviewing Garrick Lee about his art. Take it away, you guys. Garrick Lee at West Elm. Piece that I'm absolutely insane about. Yes, thank you, Ron. This this piece was inspired by um, not only the mid-century architecture, but uh, the fact that people have a hard time saying goodbye when they're leaving a party and they end up hanging around under the portico. So I decided to do Party Under the Portico. It's just a vision I've had for a few months and it finally came to life. And I've got a 56 Cadillac convertible in here. And I have a 56 Lincoln Mark III in here, or actually it's a Lincoln Mark II, excuse me, I owned a Mark III, which was a 70, and this is a Mark II, 
And um, I love putting the people and the cars together with the architecture and the fashion from that era. And um, some people are still hanging around inside the house, but obviously it's kind of getting time for them to leave because it's almost sunrise. <laughs> Garrick, if somebody wants to buy one of your wonderful pieces, please tell us where they can. They can go to garricklee.com and they can purchase online under shop. Just click on shop and I have my greeting cards and I have my artist proofs and posters and they come in various sizes. And these are my greeting cards where you can actually get an assortment of five different scenes in one box. And a lot of people are buying this not only to send as a greeting card, but to actually frame together so it it's almost can become a horizontal or a lineal piece. This is Ron Russell reporting on the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. And I want you to know his work is absolutely gorgeous. And if you're mid-century, it's a must. You've got to have it in your home. Or darlings, you're just not mid-century. I know. And we're back, guys. All right, everybody. So that was Garrick Lee. You can get his Yay. artwork at GarrickLee.com. Go to YouTube and see Garrick Lee Style TV. He's got some awesome episodes. I sounded just like a fair. They're hilarious. And well, you are wearing a shirt that says Queen. No, but did you hear my voice? <laughs> darling? I sound like a big old girl. Okay. Yeah. Like By the way, too, your hair is so fabulous today. I'm Eileen told me that. Oh, my I'm God. Eileen told me that she thinks that you like yesterday when she saw you when we picked up at the airport, like how she loves your hair all wild like that, how great it looks. I'm great. I'm oh, my God. We know that. It's so amazing. Who likes Ron's hair? Everybody still let us know. Billy has said he loves the art. My hair, you fuck or the art? Which one? I know. He, he likes the art. Well, I'm sure he likes your hair, too. Billy has. You and Mark were in California. Why didn't we see you, fuckface? Because they were in L.A. and we weren't. <laughs> so what? They couldn't come out to Palm Springs. They were only here for like two days. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. They were supposed to come now, and, right. and Billy ruined that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Billy, how come you're not coming to the Oscars with us? Mm -hmm. Type it in, William. We need to know. By the way, folks that are listening, Billy has is a very good friend. Otherwise, we would never kid around with him this way. So I don't want you out there to think we're mean or crazy. We are mean and this crazy. Is, no, <laughs> this, you know, my New York friends are so different. Cal my California friends, if you say, ah, oh, fuck you, they get insulted, they cry, they get wounded. In New York, fuck you is a hello. Hey, Jimmy Hess, how the fuck are you? <laughs> hey, listen, fuck you, you didn't call me last night. You know, it's no big deal, New York, to curse. But out here, oh, they get so crazy. Yeah, people don't like it. People don't curse here anywhere like they do on the East Coast. Well, off the, the ones that we have now, the new California friends curse because they're in the business. They're all actresses. Beautiful, gorgeous, blonde girls, so sweet on film. And you got to hear the mouths on them make me blush. <laughs> Nothing makes you blush. I can't say who is, but my sweetheart that I love so much, you know who I'm talking about. I do. She's got a fucking mouth on her like a trailer. Like a truck I driver. do know. <laughs> I mean, she's got a truck driver mouth, <laughs> and she's so sweet and serene, and she's so darling. You're gonna have to, have to blow him to find out. She, okay. You know who I'm talking. <laughs> Who's my sweetheart that I love, besides Laureen Landon? And don't say her name. Okay. The one who's been here for dinner. Thanksgiving. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I, I, and I, I love my Laureen Landon. Sarah, I, Are they? A lot I of people said they can see us again, so that's good. Food who? With him. 
I was negotiating. You don't have to negotiate anything with me. Oh, I know. He jumps on that thing every opportunity he's got. (laughs) (laughs) Too much information. Too much information. We have straight people that listen to our show. So here's what we're going to do real quick, you guys, because like uh, Eileen and I are working with this awesome new band. And their name is Lethal Injection. They're a new metal metal band out of Arizona, right? Arizona. Arizona. Yes. They got a new album coming out on March 20th, and we haven't played any of their music yet, but I like it a lot. Um, it's very similar to um, Linkin Park. I couldn't think yes. of the name. Very similar to mm-hmm. Linkin Park, who sold millions and millions of records. And actually, for a for an indie band, they're super successful. They've been number one on iTunes a bunch of times when they release albums and singles. They've uh, Opened up for some huge bands. I think, uh, what, Panic at the Disco? I don't know. A whole bunch of really big yep. bands. And uh, so they're a lot of fun, and I think you guys are going to like it. The name of the band is Lethal Injection. The name of the song that we're going to play is called The Truth. And let me just get an okay from uh, Scott and D Danielle. You guys, are we okay to play this? I'm ready to go. D, you good? I'm good to go. So just give us a cue, Jimmy, and we're ready to rock. All right, everybody. Here it is, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Debut for Lethal Injection, and the song is called The Truth. Enjoy it. Calico, you said the words again to hide. Climb up and look into the It feels like I'm lost the time Or maybe I'm just stuck in my own mind Should I give up or keep faith? The point of no return with the keepsake I bury a broken with the words that are spoken Focus on what's chosen, feel the ones closest, huh? Yeah, I can't lose now I can feel it more than ever, wow
Kedrosha Ona Carol has a comic book that is so fun. She's the paranormal, you know, the girl that does all the ghost chases and stuff. You have got to buy because it's about all of us. Eileen, Jimmy, myself, and a few other people. When we went to the crazy house in Kings Park, when Eileen got caught on the fence and I spoke with the artist and he said, yes, he drew her hanging from her knockers from the wire fence. So it's going to be a hoot and a hoot. She will sign it for you, and the comic is $20. If she doesn't sign it, I think it's like, how much? I have no idea. No idea. But I love it. The illustration is fabulous. The story is adorable. The whole thing is just a piece of work. You should have it on your coffee table in your house. It's fun reading. Look at it. Buy it. Absolutely. Enjoy it. You and spoke, also it has you spoke again. Okay, yes, let me see it. Let me again. see it. Let me see it. I love being in so the So you middle. guys, it's Kadrol Shaona, Queen of the Paranormal. She's got to take over. I ended it so beautifully and elegantly. And, and you, and you can watch your, her show. Look, 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 like a $2 bar no, no, at the circus. You, you can are. watch her show, Paranormal 13 News on Comcast, on the Galaxy Global Television Network. And she's going to be on Dishport Network with us. And she's also in all the airports. I'm, I'm in, in the, the airports. airports We're not in the airports yet. We're going to be. Yeah. Because I had to do a thing about Jane Russell, how I met her, and that's going to be my paranormal story, and it will be in every airport all over the world. So if you're at the airport and you see me, stand up, applaud, and scream, oh, my God, Oscar for that man. Yeah, there you go. Speaking of shows, um, everyone tune in at 8 o'clock. Or one what o'clock. What is this, like you, a salesman? <laughs> Debbie Parkins is having Sam Stevens on her show tonight. Oh, it's tonight? Tonight. I'm going to be on next week, I think, for an hour of me. I don't know who could take an hour of me. I can't even take an hour of me. <laughs> but you never know. Sam, how are you? And thank you very much for the beautiful jacket you sent. I wore it to one of my parties, and everybody loved it. They thought it was way out, except one person said, who sent you this? I said, a a friend. He said, does he like you? I said, yeah. Well, he said, how come the broken mirror is right where your neck is? (laughs) Because the mirror, he glued mirror to the collar. And it was true, because if I moved to the left, I would have cut my jugular vein and died on the spot. See, Sam's really smart. I know he is. (laughs) So it was murder by mirror. <laughs> murder by mirror. <laughs> but thank Superstar, you. I love thank, you. <laughs> thank you, Sam. It was really kind of you and very thoughtful of you and sweet of you. 
Actually, he says it's going to be 1 o'clock in the morning for him, and so he yes, may be sleeping U- when he does it. <laughs> <laughs> 1 o'clock in the U.K., 8 o'clock in New York, and that makes it 5 o'clock here? 5 o'clock in L.A., right? Yes, and he says it wasn't intentional that the glass was at your neck. <laughs> I'm sure. Hey, tell I'm the very, truth. I'm very sure. <laughs> but, but, but the knife that was aimed at my other side of my neck, that was not intentional. <laughs> so I, I had to be all night long. I had to look straight forward. Otherwise, I get knifed or glassed. There's nothing you could do straight, babe. Not forward, not any way around. You're true, 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 true. true. You gotta like love it. So everybody, listen up. We want to give some. Jimmy, could we talk about something interesting? Yeah, after I do this promo, because we have to do promos for. Oh, that boring shit. Um, so everybody, boring. you can hear us every week on W4CY Radio from. 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time or 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time uh, with the fabulous Jimmy Starr and Ron Russell with Scott and Danielle. Every weekly live, you can get us live. Then you can hear us on K4HD Radio in L.A., Hit 1069 FM in New York, Jackalope Radio in St. Louis. We're also on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podbeam, Audioboom, Podomatic, Apple TV, and Spreaker. And on television, you can see us on Vimeo, YouTube, Roku, Comcast On Demand, and soon we'll be on the Dish Network. Now you can go, Ron. Talk about whatever you want. I just fell asleep. Well, oh, well. You know what? We're all like laying on top of each other. That's right. Yeah, well, that's, that's cozy. <laughs> it's so cozy. But I, ha- I feel I have like to I say- feel like we. I have like to make, was in Jimmy's lap. I have to make a statement, and it's not a downer, and I don't mean to bring this, this show down. I just want to say, um, Chad Murphy, you're uh, so missed and so loved. That's it's not it. a downer. Well, it brings the show down because Chad has passed away, and I'm devastated still. Um, still in shock over Chad's passing. Absolutely. He's such so a beautiful sad. young man and strong and healthy and muscle-bound and had a heart like of gold and he was the sweetest kindest guy in the world absolutely all right so in memory of chad murphy there you go and now in memory i'm of crying murphy, you have a lady you, boner <laughs> what <laughs> i said in memory like when now we learned a new word though lady boner you like that huh? oh, i do chad like would've, it so the, chad next, the, next time, the, next, the next time you get a heart on i'm gonna say oh look at jimmy's lady boner there you go <laughs> he's got a point <laughs> how does it that's terrible <laughs> jimmy's got the point <laughs> That was terrible. <laughs> the little points. <laughs> I don't think that was fun. That wasn't funny. But it shut you oh, up for a while. <laughs> it shut him up for a while. <laughs> I don't know what it, what's in him. To Everybody me. in the chat room, though, actually likes the lady boner thing. You're uh-huh. welcome, well, chat let's, room. Let's not beat See, it, it doesn't work for a man. But let's not beat the lady it boner thing It depends on the death. man, honey. Okay, so we'll start. Well, we're not beating it to death because we will probably never mention it again after today. So Yeah, but it depends on the man. Oh, they okay, like, so who's a man that gives you a lady boner? But people on the, out that listen to well, us and watch us, they like... Do, do we have another three hours? <laughs> See, like like Ron's lady boner, since he's also a lady and dresses up <laughs> as a woman once in a while, is Carrie, like he likes Cary Grant and Jason Statham. All so, right. Meanwhile, uh, let me straighten you out on the dressing up like a lady. Uh-huh. I was an illusionist, and I did it for 46 years as a stand-up comic. I never dressed as a lady in my private life. I never would. So there. I'm not a sex... What is a transvestite? A transvestite? No, I'm an actor. Transgender? Listen, I in the film I just shot, I was a minister. The new film coming up, I'm a, ma- I'm a mafia guy. And I've played a priest, and I've played on Charlie's Angels, a detective, on Sarah, a cowboy, and on uh, Macmillan and Wife, I forgot. <laughs> 
<laughs> you forgot. Well, I was so in love with Rock Hudson. I want your autograph. No, I but leave. I was in, when I met Rock Hudson for the first time on the set of Macmillan and Wife. He was standing about two feet in front of me, and he spoke. His voice was so baritone, it vibrated. My chest was vibrating, and he was six foot four. And I looked up, and I saw that gorgeous face. Oh, he was the most beautiful man in the world, and very nice to work with, and very sweet and very kind. Very, very good fellow. I'm surprised Eileen didn't say that uh, Ron gave her a lady boner. When we were asking her. What does what, this, what? What this, this drunken woman say? <laughs> the I dope said, addict. I'm surprised that Eileen didn't say that you give her a lady boner, Ron. No, we're, we're like brother and sister. We kid around. I grab her. Sister she and grab, sister. She grabs my yeah, dick. Yeah, sister I and sister. Her. Sister and sister. We, we have, we, I grab her tits. She grabs my dick. We do it for fun. I have seen Ron's dick, by the way, everybody. It's fabulous. And she has seen Billy Hess's dick, and she has seen St- Sam Stevens' dick. I mean, she sees everybody's dick. There's nothing wrong with seeing a nice big dick. She's a dick opponent. <laughs> We're going to get kicked off the air. For sure. Uh, Dean, Dean used hey to now. Get- <laughs> Dean used to get upset. He used to say, Ron, too many fucks. Keep it at three fucks. Well, see, show. we're not talking fucks now, though. We're, now we're just talking dicks. We're talking dicks. I know, but you know what? The world talks this way. What do you think women talk about girls when they're hanging out together? They say we're having a dick fest. No. Exactly. Look, look at a good friend of ours. I won't mention her name, but she banged a very, very important actor who's got muscles for days, and he's the sexiest guy in the world. And she said his penis was so little. She said it was the tiniest pinky. penis. A pinky. She said it was so sad. This gorgeous guy with these huge muscles, and he had like a three-inch little bird. All right. Oh, my can, God. If you, can, if you can do it with any, anyone famous, who, who would you do it with? You first. Oh. Um, Good you stole his act. I love it. Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. I you know. know what? I knew that for some reason. I have met Anthony Hopkins. He was a dear friend of Lee Winkle. He's so hot. Actually, Lance Henderson is my favorite no, actor, Anthony but I made a play for him already. Anthony, and it Hopkins work. Is a <laughs> Anthony Hopkins is a little shriveled up old man. I don't care. If you guys saw the movie Meet Joe Black, when Anthony Hopkins at the beginning of the movie, he's sleeping and he gets up and he has a, he's just got pajama bottoms on and he's looking in the mirror and he's having a heart attack. Like, I thought I was going to pass out. I was so excited. It was so the most beautiful so thing weird. I've ever seen. <laughs> All right, Ron, your turn. Me? You t- I, I don't have one. You can do man or woman. A woman? Jimmy can't, but you can. Yeah, woman. Uh, what's her name? Charlize. Charlize Theron. Oh, I love her. Okay. Also, Michelle Dougherty. Love her. The, the, Dougherty. Dougherty, the English actress from Downton Abbey. Love her. Um... Women my age would have been, in my day, Sophia Loren, for sure. Um, Jane Russell, who's my best friend. I can't think of her sexually because I never had those thoughts. Oh, Dean's in the chat room. He says no Fs or Ds, Ron. (laughs) Dean, Dean. Dean, we're hoping that you're doing okay. Wait, how are you? And what the fuck happened in Costa Rica? That chick you with knocked the shit out of you. You know, you got to keep away from those 21-year-old fireballs. Anyway, he says no Fs or Ds. He doesn't want you to use either one of them. What's a D? Uh, well, we what have we been talking about for the oh, last... Dick Tracy? Yeah. <laughs> talking about the shalemma-ding-a-ding-dong. Anyway, Sorry. Dean, we're sending you positive healing vibes. Hope everything's going yes. good and hoping you're having a good time. Yes. And they want to know, Eileen, who's your pick? All right. Ready? Don't forget, yeah. the list is long. <laughs> it's so long. All right. If I can have 
If I can't have Sam Stevens or Billy Hess, I want Adamant. Everybody knows that already. That's no big secret. Adamant is Billy Idol. (gasps) Billy Idol. I'll do Billy. Billy Idol. I would do you, Ron, if it wasn't for Jimmy. Thank you. There you but go. No, I, I wouldn't do any of those people. I, I think Adamant is homely and scrawny with that beard. He's too dyed looking. You, should you know him. what? Liza Minnelli in her book said that he was the best sex that she's ever had. So what I, does she know? She's a cophead. <laughs> she's so loaded on drugs, she wouldn't know if it was a vibrator. Liza Minnelli, you know, I don't like her, so I, know, I can you say know. whatever I want. I know, I know. I've had an encounter with Liza, Liza. You didn't like a lot of people, though. Oh, You, because you told me you didn't. Poor, which for me, like, because being a clothing designer, Karl Lagerfeld was such an icon. I didn't say ever that I did not like him. I said I met him at Cote Bas, and no comment. Okay. God, he was such an icon. All the big superstars are, like, writing all these things about Karl him. Lagerfeld, so great. Karl Lagerfeld sat there. And I was trying to be sociable. And he stared at me like I was from another planet. He is the most arrogant, conceited, stuck-up piece of marble I have ever met in my life. And why he's so conceited, I have no idea. I, he had leather gloves on. I thought he was going to make snowballs. Yeah, but you know he's like the most iconic person in fashion. Not for me. Uh, Versace was. Oh, I bigger. agree with you. I totally Lagerfeld agree. dressed, I don't know who. No, I love Versace. I never bought Lagerfeld, but Versace I adore. I, I adored I Versace too. too. Me too. Lagerfeld was like like a Nazi. All the Sex in the City people wrote really nice tributes to him because I guess they all did stuff with him. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if you're somebody and he kisses your ass, you're going to like him. But he didn't know who I was. I was with Perry Winkler. And I, the reason we went over to the table was Perry's husband, Lee, left Perry for Tony Holt. Carl Lagerfeld was sitting with Tony Holt. So Perry said, we're going to say hello on the way out. And I said, Perry, why would you talk to the woman that took your husband away? She said, it wasn't her fault, my husband's fault, because he wanted to go. And I thought, wow, what a wonderful way of looking at it. And Perry and I stopped at the table, and Perry spoke to Tony Holt, who's a big newscaster. And I was talking to Mr. Lagerfeld. (laughs) And he just was totally above it and oblivious to what I was saying. It was like I wasn't even there. I was a vapor. And I just thought, you know, you look at your skinny, ugly old man with gloves. Give a, get a, get over it yourself. I'm a, I'm a beautiful star. <laughs> 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 so, I mean, I, I don't lie about celebrities. You know, if they're not nice and I have reason to say they're not nice, I do. But there is so, like Kay Ballard, my Kay just died a couple of weeks ago. She was a dear friend of mine. She made lasagna for me. Uh, she was just the most sweetest woman in the world. A lot of people don't know who that is. You're going to have to tell them who that is. The mother-in-laws, and she's a great singer. Kay Ballard was a very famous performer. Then a week before that, my Carol Channing died, who I loved Carol also, as all the guys in Palm Springs. Carol was very gay-friendly, and she loved the gay boys. So we always had opportunity to be in Carol's company. So I've lost a lot of people, Jane Russell, Mr. Blackwell, Tab Hunter. I mean, I've really lost all my, my old crew. So now I'm stuck with the young ones. They're boring bastards. They're not boring. They are so boring. You know what? Everyone I interview, I totally love. I really, really do. Can I say hello to Mike? Hi, Mike Todd from Get Out. What's up, Mike Todd? Hi, Mike. I thought you were in Palm Springs. You were coming to L.A. in Palm Springs. I think he is. That's what he said on Facebook. I think he is. Is he going to come to Palm Springs? 
I don't know about Palm Springs, but he'll be in L.A., I think. That's what he's, he's, he didn't send me to. any messages because we should have him come for our well, dinner party he had Friday. When he was like dying. Okay. He really was. Yeah, Mike, come Friday. Yeah, yeah, Mike, come out to the desert Friday night and drive in. And it only takes an hour and a half to get here. Mike Todd is the editor and owner of Get Out Magazine, which is a great, great gay magazine in New York City. It's the biggest publication. And Jimmy and I did the cover of it. Yes, <clears> they <throat> have been on the cover. <laughs> I don't want to repeat it because, like, because uh, you it? changed your mind. But anyway, so who, no, okay, no, let's man. talk about. It. So we've all interviewed a bunch of cool people. Who's your favorite interview that you've ever done, Eileen Shapiro? My favorite in life, Adam Ant. Adam Ant. <laughs> of course, it's Adam Ant. But after that, after that, I, I have to say Sam. I do. Okay, there you go. It's because you're in love with Sam. It's prejudicial. Okay, what about you, Ron? My favorite interview. Oh, it has to be Tony Curtis. I've never met anyone with the most vivacious, wonderful personality with humor. Tony Curtis and I look alike, and I think we're related because we have the same humor. Tur Tony had a dirty mind. He was always with double entendre. He'd say one thing that meant something else. He was the friendliest, the kindest, the most loving, the most adorable man in the world. And I'm, it's another one I lost, and I love Tony. Uh, we had the best times together. We really had fun. And so hold on. We've also wait, wait, and when I asked Tony, I said, are you gay? He said, no, I'm not gay. I just like sex with everybody. <laughs> so that was his answer. So you guys also then, uh, uh, our, our video genius, Scott, has his own show called Titan, Rock Titan TV, and, uh, and he interviews rock stars all the time. So give us a, who's your favorite interview? You've done uh, thousands of them. Who's one of your favorite interviews you've ever been able to do? I have. It's a really tough call, Jimmy. But I have to say, uh, probably Rick Allen from Def Leppard. That was really cool. There you cool. go. Yeah. That's freaking huge. That's huge. <laughs> That's huge. You gotta like like it. I don't know who my favorite is because I've had a bunch. I, I like a lot of them. Mine is also Rick. Springfield. You wish you oh, Rick Springfield, I love. So okay, so Ron and I were out the. Other, was that last night? We were like talking because he's like, who's Rick Springfield? He was thinking it was Bruce Springsteen. I know. <laughs> he thought Rick Springfield was Bruce Springsteen, which I love Rick Springfield, but, you know, Bruce Springsteen is like an icon. Our friend Melissa Niederman, her husband is the guitarist for him. Yes. Okay. And that's how it came up. Well, he was a But great wait interview. a minute. You asked me about. So I, I told you my male favorite interview. Okay. I have to give you my female favorite was Jane Russell, who was my buddy, my best friend for a lot of years. Uh, Jane Russell was very good talking about her boobs in the in the interview. Um, everybody thinks that Jane Russell's built like Eileen. No way. She was a 36B. Go to YouTube and look for the Ron Russell, Jane Russell interview. You'll find it very interesting. Absolutely. It's got 150,000 plays. More wow. than that, I think, by now. That's big. That's a lot on YouTube. Well, don't forget, that's that's, it's, it's about a 10-year-old interview. And when I went out... More. I, more. I was on Time Warner Cable... And um, I did that interview when I asked her what bra size she was in 1940. And the, the head office called me up. And I guess that bitch, old lady that was on our network, she was an interviewer. <laughs> she squealed on me. She went into the office and she said, who is this new guy, Ron Russell? He's talking about Jane Russell's breast size. And they called me in. So I went in, I'm talking to the executive, and he said, what's that all about? I said, well, let's put it this way. The show ran for 20 minutes, got 16,000 views. He said, okay, have a good day. There you go. There you so go. they only care about ratings. They don't give a shit what you say or do. And I didn't ask anything vulgar. I didn't do like I do with Eileen. <laughs> I said, Jane, what size bra were you in 1940? And she said, a 36B, that's all. 
because they always write that she was a 38D. And she didn't like that because she was not a heavy-chested woman. Okay, so hold on. Let's let's continue. So let's do a bucket list. Who's the who's the person that you want to interview a whole lot that you have not had an opportunity to interview yet, and that but that you really want? Which I already I know what Eileen's in. Besides Billy Idol, Besides you have to come Billy up with somebody Idol. else. You have to come up with somebody else. All right, all right. Um, you know what? I, I, my bucket list was this. I had three people on it. And okay, it was Adam keep the mic Andrew. to your mouth. Okay. It was Adam Ant. Okay, it was Rick Springfield, and it was Billy Idol. The only one I haven't interviewed is Billy Idol. But if you want me to, I just interviewed men at work. There that you was go. fun. Um, I interviewed Spandau Ballet. I don't know. Um, all right, well then. All right, I, I want to interview Ringo Starr because he's a Beatle. Okay. Or Paul McCartney, either one. I think Ringo. Okay, he's got the Ring Ringo Star All Star Band or whatever that we've had. Uh-huh. We know people that have been in that band that we had on. We had uh, Gary Wright on the show, Dreamweaver Gary Wright. We had him on the show, and when he was in the Ringo Star All Star Band. So, so was Colin Hay, the guy I interviewed. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ron, who's your bucket list? Very easy, Michelle Dougherty. Oh, Michelle Dougherty. Okay, I love her. I How about love you? Her. I wait, wanna... wait, wait! I got to plug her. Outside of uh, Dunton Abbey. You have got to see a, a TV show that was canceled here after one season. Two seasons. Two seasons. She is the new Betty Davis. She can do anything. She's English. She has the best New York City American accent. She is absolutely beautiful. She is absolutely the most talented actress we have today. And I'm so happy to say that she's filming Dunton Abbey now. It's coming out in September. And it's coming out in September, and I cannot wait. So if anybody in England knows Michelle, tell them I adore her, and I would love to interview her because she is the talent of today. She's the talent of yesteryear of the great uh, studio actresses. She's just a brilliant girl, brilliant, and so pretty. Actually, that too... uh uh, Sam wrote interview Marilyn Manson. I used to hang out with Marilyn Manson before he was Marilyn Manson when he was still Brian Warner. Oh, there was and, Marilyn Monroe. And uh, we used to like hang out in the clubs and stuff before he became very famous. And Downton Abbey, you guys, is a great show. And they just because it. it's all like just because it's all like prim and proper, everything, don't think it's not a good show because no. I didn't want to watch it because I thought it was going to be stuffy. It, but it's very, once you start watching it, you can't stop. It, it's very salty. It's very very and, good. And fun and and wonderful. And everybody uh, gives a fabulous performance. And I want to. Uh, I'd like to interview um, Jason Momoa and Charlize Theron because they're like my favorites. Charlize, I want to bang. So hold on. So let's go, Scott. All right, Scott. Who's your bucket list? You haven't interviewed yet. Who do you want to interview? Whew, that's a good one because I'm compiling it right now. But uh, you know what? Eileen actually brought up a great one. Paul McCartney. I mean, he's up there. Um, you know, and then uh, of course I think. Uh, Oh, God, who else? Uh, Steve Tyler, Aerosmith, that would be epic. Yeah, so, I agree with you there. Yeah, and, uh, oh, God, who else do I want? The President of the United States, that'd be entertaining. Which so. one? The one we have now? <laughs> the one we have right now. <laughs> you, know yeah. who I really, you know who I want to interview, and I swear to God, I call Buckingham Palace and everything. I want to interview that queen. Like the real queen, not a queen. Just <laughs> not a queen, because you've interviewed lots of those. <laughs> you interviewed Ron like what five times? Exactly. <laughs> Excuse me, everybody. Chuckle, chuckle, chuckle. Jane Russell, my buddy, was in England, and she had an audience with the Queen. I want to interview. Asked her. Jane Russell, "What's the Queen like?" And she said, "A cardboard cutout." 
You know what? But she dresses cool. But Sam, she doesn't honey, talk. can you do that for me? She doesn't talk. She doesn't give interviews. She just bows and smiles when you kiss her hand. Now, who the fuck is she that you got to kiss her hand and treat her like a star? She's a woman. I mean, this king and queen stuff's going to go. Th- it's a challenge. I, I, I want to interview her. I want to... When I get done but with the her, whole I'll her sex life would, and everything. We have princes and princesses, and we have the queen, and then we have homeless people. In California, the largest amount of homeless people in the world are in California. Wait, what does it have to do with the queen? Because the queen has so much, and the poor people have so little. Get rid of the queen, make England a democracy that helps the poor. The queen doesn't really do anything. Yes, she, she does. She makes, she makes money for the She for bees the pretty. She comes out. Yeah, in she doesn't little, really do anything. She comes no. out in but her little fluorescent. If you sold all her Sam, ju- stick up for me. No, if you sold all her jewelry and all her bullshit and how much it costs to support her and the prince and the princess, who gives a shit about those people? They're just people that, that somebody put a title. But look at, you can say but the she's same a thing. real queen. Look at the Kardashians. They're like nothing. They, they, yeah. all they Basically, and, and, they got and, famous and, for fucking people. And I'd like to know how much money they give to the homeless. They don't give money to the homeless. You know, we're working benefits now in Palm Springs, of which I'm a part of, because we have so many homeless people here now who ran away from the freezing weather. And I saw on television two days ago that four or five have died here because it got so cold at night. And I just think it's a sin that we treat humanity less than we do animals. These are people. These were somebody's uh, children once, and nobody cares. They're just laying in the street, and you look at them. England and say, has a lot of homeless people too. The world, it's not because of the queen. Does. No, but the queen should do something with all her fucking money. But I don't know. Yeah, that well, what about can. here though? Nobody's doing anything here. Yeah, really. Well, we're not talking about here. We're talking about the queen. <laughs> Here, our, our queen, though, that's running no. this country is not doing anything either. <laughs> no, don't, don't say anything bad about Trump and don't say anything Who? good at Trump. Who? And don't say anything good about him. Keep it neutral or you'll lose half of your following. There you go. But Donald Trump, instead of spending $10 million billion on a wall, should put that into housing for the homeless, medical assistance, and take care of his people. These homeless people are not uh, here uh, illegally, these people are born Americans. Most, they're and white. Most they're of blonde. them are veterans, anyways. Yeah, a lot of veterans. Which, by the way, yes. if you go to helpamericanow.org, no, what is it? Is it helpingamericanow.org? Helpingamericanow.org. Helping Our friend who we met with Sherry Belafonte. Her name is Raji Reichert, and she has a nonprofit helping homeless veterans. Um, and it's called HelpingAmericaNow.org. You guys should check it out because she's really cool. And what she's trying she to do cool. to give back to the world is really amazing. Is I cool. mean, these, really ve- cool. these veterans face the horror of being killed in a war. I mean, that's something that I'd like to see how many of you out there would do. you probably shit in your pants. But being a soldier or whatever and fighting for this country and the safety of us, and then we let them lay in the gutters because they are mentally ill. They have all kinds of problems from the war. Are agent, terrible. They are Agent Orange and mental disabilities, and or still it's terrible. Or they've lost a leg or an arm and they can't. Care. It's, it's a sin. America, you're not so hot. Not as long as you treat your citizens this way. There you go. War sucks anyway. Sorry. Look war, at all the things we're talking sucks, about. And now these these home. Look I, at all the different things too that we're talking about. No, but we have a beautiful park here in Palm Springs, and. Um, Across the street from the park is a supermarket called Ralph's, a very nice supermarket. And, you know, at my age, we pee every 30 seconds. <laughs> so I had to pee in the supermarket, and I ran to the toilet, and it was locked. It had a code on it, you know, 
buttons you push. And I ran up to the front desk. I said, why is your bathroom locked? I have to pee. And if I pee all over myself, that's an embarrassment. And I'm going to photograph it and sue you because I'm a public figure. And I don't want people to see me peeing my pants. So she looked at me like I was insane. She said, well, here's the code. I said, answer me a question. How come all the other supermarkets have open doors you could go in? She said, because across the street is a park of homeless people. And they use the bathroom. So they rather them use the, the street, the park. They pee on the trees. They do cocky on the walkways. They'd rather that than let them go into their toilets. I mean, it's a sinful thing. Ralph's in Palm Springs. Everybody write them, complain, say, get rid of the code. Let people of all kinds go and use the toilet. We need some common ground. No. Oh, there we go. That's the new That's single, it. too. Yep. You gotta love it. The way she found to move that whole but thing she, in there. She, she lied and said we don't want the homeless. Oh, then she said to me, because they shoot up. I said, honey, they haven't got money to eat, let alone buy drugs. What shoot up? Half of them are mentally ill from the war. It was terrible. It's just that Ralph's. I so won't, check out Helping America. I don't America. go to that Ralph's, by the way. Check out HelpingAmericanNow.org. You gotta and, love and it. I help them out because they're cool. And I know that many people out there are now going to tell Ralphs that they have to get rid of the buttons because it's a free world. And, and if you open the, the door to me because I'm white and normal and you're not going to let color people or, or homeless sick, people, sick people in, that's bullshit. Talk about Trump being a racist. How about Ralphs? Ralphs, <laughs> Ralphs is a racist supermarket. It All is, right, though. You're going to be sued tomorrow. You know no, that. I, no, I'm not because this is my opinion. <laughs> This yeah. is my opinion. That's right. It is your opinion. It this, is your opinion. This is not a fact. It is your opinion. This is only strictly the opinion of Ron Russell, not the network, not anybody. But it's my personal opinion. He doesn't like Chick-fil-A either, though, even though they make great lemonade. No, Chick-fil-A is bad. Because they're like, oh they don't like God. gay people. They don't like gay people. Well, now they, now they said life. not to buy Barilla, Barilla pasta, and I love Barilla. Oh, that's your favorite one. I know, but now they said the gay people said don't buy it for some shit reason. You know, the world has gotten so politically correct that it's incorrect. I mean, years ago, we didn't have any of this nonsense. Everybody got along blacks, whites, yellow, browns, greens. And, you know, we called each other names. We called slang names like guineas and, and, and whatever. And nobody got offended. We laughed at it. Today, you say anything, oh, we're offended, we're suing. And this rape bullshit that everybody's out there getting raped now and arrested for raping. Oh, my uh, God. You're not talking it, about Jesse, are you? I'm talking about whoever. Who's Jesse? I'm the talking guy from Empire. Oh no! I'm All talking right. about. He doesn't know who that is. I'm talking about. <laughs> vi I'm talking about victims. A very famous movie actress has a gorgeous son. He's a model, and I said to him, "Do you have a girlfriend?" He said, "No." I said, "Are you gay?" He said, "No." I said, "Why don't you have a girlfriend?" He said, "What?" And break up with her, and then she claims I raped her, and I go to jail. I thought, what the hell, are you kidding me? He said, oh, no, all my friends worry about that. Because girls today, if you break up... And what, is it like 18 or something, right? He was really young. Yeah, 18. And then he said a friend of his didn't call a girl back for the second date. So she called the police and said he raped her. And he never did. So we're really in a sick world of jacked up people. I'll tell you what. Whoever goes out with me, I'll sign a waiver. It's fine. <laughs> Oh, honey, a waiver. You, your, reputa <laughs> your reputation, you know, is out there. Nobody, yeah, I know. <laughs> you don't have to have. Yeah, but it doesn't make any difference because don't you guys watch Law and Victim Law and Order Special Victims Unit? Even if you're a slut, if you say no, it means no. <laughs> 
We love Law and Order Special Victims Unit, too. I I could bring you up on rape charges, Jimmy. You could. Yeah, I could because I say I have a headache and he doesn't care. He just Uh, runs over the headache and rapes me. I'm a rape victim. You weren't too loud last night. Uh, I was listening. Hey, Ron, I hate to break it to you, but there's been studies that have been done by scientists saying that if you do have a headache, sex does indeed cure that headache. No, but I don't have a headache. I use it as an excuse. You know, what he headache? doesn't really have a headache. He's lying. Yeah, yeah he can't. He's not headache. in the mood or whatever. And then he he does the same thing. Want to make love, honey? He said, "No, I have a bad stomach." What does it got to do with? Do you? I, all the time. I have a bad stomach a lot. Uh-oh. That's because he wore it out over the years with other people. That's not true. <laughs> so here's what we're gonna do. So hey, you guys, is our next guest on the air on the line? Um, you didn't tell me you wanted me to call her yet. No, no, I don't want you to call her. But I mean, is she on? Like you can see if she's on. Because I thought we would play a song. We would play her hit song, Temptation. And then once we play her hit song, uh, after we've play, after we start playing it, you guys get her on the line. How's that? It looks like she is online indeed. All right, so uh, both of you guys start the song at the same time. After I announce it, I'll say, check out the song Temptation and then uh, with our next guest, Karina, and then you guys start together. How's that? Sounds good. Just give me the wave, Scott. Uh, All right, everybody. Here we go. We're getting ready to call our next guest, so here's one of her hits. Check out Karina's Temptation.
Yeah, that was it, right? <laughs> that was the end. Was All right, everybody. That's Temptation by Karina. Karina, just say something before we introduce you to make sure we can hear you. Hey, welcome, everyone. There I you go. Have a great time in the snow. We've got crazy snow. There you go. I love it. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Rice. Ruh. Yeah. Do that over. Whoa. Now, everybody, we want to. Now, everybody, we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, recording artist, actor, writer, and producer Karina. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. I hope everyone's doing wonderfully. You're all so beautiful. Thank you, Aww. and so are you, Karina. You Karina, are. remember that song, Karina. <laughs> Karina. People sing I, it to me all the time. Yes. I've had, I had a, you're the second Karina I have met in my life. When I was a kid, my sister, who's older than I, her best friend was called Karina. Oh. And that's, and that song was out at that time. And I remember, how did the lyric go? Karina, Karina, you're my something. Dream. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> I heard it. Yeah. Jimmy was, Jimmy was <laughs> born yet. So hang on. Let me introduce you to everybody. Starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. It's so nice to have you here, Halle Berry. <laughs> thank you i love her so that's a compliment thank you. i love her too i think she's a brilliant brilliant actress my daughter was miss teen long island and the year before her hallie won it oh, and yeah. hallie gave away the uh, trophy to her and i spoke with the pageant people and they said the minute they met her they knew she was the winner of the year before my daughter and she was, they said she was the most charming, the most sophisticated, the most intelligent. And this was the, uh, then my daughter went to the Miss America pageant. And Hallie, I, I think, dropped out at some point to be an actress. But she's a charming girl. I, oh, didn't get, nice I didn't get to talk to her, but I saw her on the stage. So hold on, keep because we got to do all of these introductions before we have this long I want conversation. I want to tell her what a compliment it is to her. <laughs> Because if you if you see Halle Berry in person, she's absolutely stunningly beautiful with the cheekbones, the little nose, her face is symmetrically perfect. She reminded me of Queen Nefertiti, the statue of Queen Nefertiti. Wow. And so could so you could look Egyptian. Oh. <laughs> you, you absolutely. Have, you my uh, my uh, birth name is actually Aida, like the opera. Okay, oh, wow. Sure. Cool. I, I love that opera. Yeah. What a beautiful that. name, too. So are you Italian? No, I'm Puerto Rican. My parents are from Puerto Rico. Oh, Puerto Rico. My favorite New York people. <laughs> when I was a little boy, we had all Puerto Ricans coming into our school, and everybody was freaking out. Oh, the Spicks are here. Get them out of here. <laughs> The Puerto Ricans, the Puerto Ricans, we hate them. Get go back to fucking Puerto Rico. And I used to get so upset because my best friend was Monty Rivera, oh. and I and I had fried bananas. And I used to go to the house. And then I went out with a friend of mine. She was gorgeous. Her name was Gloria, and she had green eyes. And she was Puerto Rican. And I was crazy. That was before about, he was a homo. Yeah, that, <laughs> I, this, this, is, this is back. This is back in 1956 when Puerto Ricans started to come to New York, and all the whitey were having nervous breakdowns because here come these like weird things from another planet and I went to the parties and man be joking no me quiero we would dance and dance <laughs> dance all over and we had the best time the Puerto Rican people I love and my dearest friend in the world is uh, uh, what's her name in New York <laughs> I'm, se I'm seven honey I'm 78 years old I can't find my dick when I have to pee sometimes <laughs> 
Uh, my, yeah, I know uh, the the film festival lady that my, I forgot wonder, now. She's a Puerto Rican. I love and adore her. Anyway, and we got to introduce mother, You got to see her mother. What her a hot tamale! Her mother's five feet tall, spike heels, golden maid dress, hair, makeup, earrings, and at a wedding she dances and we dance. What is her name, my dearest friend in the world? No, 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 no. We like her too, though. Oh, what is her name? She's a sweetheart. Anyway, I love Puerto Rican people, and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass because I don't do that. Puerto Rican people are full of uh, heart, zest, and energy, and they're just delicious people. So hold on. we got to finish introducing her. So our guest... Elsie. Elsie. Elsie McCaw. That's that's not her real name, though. That's her actor name. She's married to... What's his name? <laughs> anyway, we have a there's a film festival we, we used to go to every January. It's yeah. like a horror film festival, and she runs the horror film festival, and she uh, operates under Elsie Macabre. And I have to tell you something: she's a hero because she's been fighting breast cancer for several years now, and she's winning. So that's the good thing. El- my Elsie is winning. So we have our guest co-host today, Miss Eileen Shapiro, which I know you know since that's how we met you to come on the show. Who is, suff- who is suffering from? Br- she's suffering from breast enlargements <laughs> I love it Hi. I'm waiting for them to explode and kill us all in the room so then we have um, we have uh, our sound engineer who's in Florida her name's Danielle say hi Danielle hello, again with that hello, hello. there you go that was good Danielle and then we have our videographer taking care of all our television stuff his name's Scott and he's actually in Philadelphia hey there Karina love you oh thank you honey how are you Great, now, great. Karina, thanks. how much snow do you have? Oh, my God. Tons. It's been snowing for like three hours, which is weird for New York City, you know. But um, You're in Manhattan? It doesn't seem to be sticking. Yeah. So Manhattan's getting all that snow? That's rare. It's really weird. Yeah. I don't know. We just came from upstate uh, Hudson by Columbia County, Forget and we it. always get like massive snow there. So. I'm a native New Yorker, born in Brooklyn, so I remember... The snowstorm of 1949, it was, oh yeah, uh, it was a snowstorm that was, we couldn't get out. Everybody was locked in their houses. We dug tunnels to get out. And the sidewalk, because the trucks would push the snow up on the sidewalk. And us kids, we play king of the mountain, throw each other off, try to kill each other. So hang on. So hang on. So for everybody, because I want uh, anybody who's younger who's listening to us, in case you're like the freestyle queen, and we're actually, Ron and I are really good friends with Expose and a bunch of people from your genre. Joya, Joya. Um, They've been on our show a ton of times. I love yeah, Joy, she's, Joy she's, is an angel. She's we love her. She's been a friend of mine for like 25 years. She's I like really her. fabulous. I love Joy. Joy is special. So so you're a freestyle queen. And actually, we've had a bunch of them because we used to go to all their shows, especially in Florida and on the East Coast. So we met, she'd bring us backstage and we got to meet all the different, uh, like TKA, I don't know, all those people from your genre, which now I can't think of all of them. Sapphire, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Sapphire all those people. No, which, I, I like Suave. Oh, Suave. Suave. He like, wasn't he cool? He is the yeah, he's very sweet. And, yeah. and so cool. I love the way he dresses. He's got yeah, that yeah, yeah. 1945 <laughs> elegant look. He's That's my right. favorite. He's my favorite. Lisa, Lisa. Lisa, Lisa. Yeah, all those Couple people. girls, Sweet How Sensation. Yes, all of them. Yes. Yeah. Actually, uh, um, Scott is friends with Sweet Sensation, right, Scott? Uh, Jade Starling, Pretty Poison. Yeah. Oh, wow, Jade. Jade is cool, too. I love her. Yeah. Karina, yeah, she's a good friend of mine. Do you she's rem- a friend of mine too, Scott. Do, wait, hang on. Do you remember B and G B? Yes. 
She's not she, freestyle, though. She's a good friend. No, and, she's a rap artist. Yes, yeah, rapping. No, no, no. R&B. No. She's singing regular now. And oh. Lily, and Lily McLeod. No. Lily she won't Nicole know Lily McLeod. No, she won't know Lily. She was big. She was on X Factor. But that's now, and that's not. But back then, she had a big hit. But I was trying to make a Her point. Her hit was get, walk, get Out of the Rain? I don't know. that. No, that wasn't it. Wendy, you know Wendy Moten? No. Oh, Wendy Moten. Those are all R&B people, and she's like a freestyle dance person, so it's different. But I, but I listen to R&B. I listen to all kinds of music, actually. That's what I was going to say. Music people listen to yeah. all so yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to like shout your praises. So anybody who's never heard of you checks you out. You guys, this is like the freestyle queen. She was like has major hits. We just played Temptation. She had Whispers. Now that you're gone, we played Summertime. Summertime earlier. Um, she's a huge hit. And and not only is she still doing music, she's also like every like Madonna reinventing herself all the time. She's an actress. She has a new show getting ready to debut in New York called Voices in My Head. On tele on television, you've seen. And all my children, one life to live as the world turns. New York undercover, Cosby, um, and uh, she's also done some cool films. Um, and she even did a, a movie called Fortunes with Peter Dinklage and Funny Valentine with Anthony Michael Hall. And Anthony Michael Hall's been on our show. Yeah, and I played um, Frida Kahlo in Tim Robbins' film Cradle Will Rock. Um, so Susan Sarandon and Vanessa yeah. Ray, John Cusack. What was that? I Go. said, that's so cool. Yeah. We've got, so cool. got good credits. Yeah. Uh, I, I forgot what I was going to ask. We, this is a conversation show. We don't ask questions, like stupid questions. Okay. Like, why did you want to be a singer? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who gives a shit? Right, uh, exactly. <laughs> I agree. Um, I, have a, I have a video of myself. It's old. In, uh, in Japan, we were doing like a whole week of eight-hour interviews a day that started like at six o'clock in the morning and every single interview started with so when did you know you wanted to be a singer and one day I was PMSing pretty awful like <laughs> and I'm in front of the camera unaware the camera is like on me and I go I was this old I knew since I was born and I was so annoyed and it comes off it's the funniest thing to watch <laughs> My like answer, I was a robot. Yeah. So I so I appreciate this being a conversation. If I get interviewed a lot and if ever they ask me, you know, what what made you decide to be an actor? I said, Well, it could have been while my mother was giving birth to me, I was reciting Shakespeare. <laughs> oh stupid stupid answer like that. And they get the hint. Rather than saying, Oh, shut the fuck up, don't ask me that stupid question. Right, 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 right. But some of these interviewers, I don't know why they call themselves interviewers. But our show is a fun show and it's un filtered and you could say whatever you like we could curse we could like real people make believe you're in brooklyn in my house <laughs> wait a minute wait in brooklyn we're in the kitchen we're south sitting. bronx oh no but i'm from brooklyn screw her <laughs> but anyway <laughs> listen brooklyn brooklyn's better than the bronx please. <laughs> right brooklyn nobody everybody wants to be from brooklyn but anyway we're in my i've never heard that <laughs> I just made it up. <laughs> Everybody, I make believe we're in my kitchen having Entenmann's crumb cake and coffee. We can't get Entenmann's crumb cake here. How about Little Susie's? Or Little, little Susie's. Little Debbie's. Little Debbie's. Whatever they are. And that's what our show's all about. And that's why we've had some major stars on our show. I mean, really, Academy Award winners. And they all said, I have never enjoyed a show like this. I'm so relaxed. And you guys just make me feel like I'm your buddies. And that's what we want you to feel like. Thank you. Because you're a sweetie, I could tell. I mean, 
This is so comfortable, and you guys look like you're just hanging out. I love it. Yeah, that's what we, we are. Do. We are just hanging, and we're so we don't do drugs. <laughs> I have to say too, uh, uh, on a compliment. I know we were talking, and you look you look like Haley Berry, and like all these things. But considering like how long you've been working as a successful entertainer, you haven't aged a freaking day. Like you look the same as you did like back in the eighties and nineties. Oh, that's that's thanks to my mom. I haven't I haven't had any of the Botox yet, but I've been thinking about it. <laughs> you don't need it. You're so gorgeous. <laughs> No, but thank you. That's so kind. Thank you. Don't screw up your face. Uh, um, you know, uh, 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 my friend who, my friend, uh, standing like Debbie now. Like, <laughs> there's an interview with Debbie who's. No, 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 no. Shut up! I don't care. I'm gonna oh tell. God. She interv She's it's interviewing me, and all Debbie does is. I'm gonna tell her when she interviews me, knock it off. Oh my God! Because I can't take the. What is that? Debbie, well, Debbie, she interviews, she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. So she, <laughs> she she tries to think of a question to ask you when it's, um, when I'm on her show, you will hear me say to her, Debbie, knock it off. Get rid of that crap. But I forgot now what I was going to say, which is not uncommon. For men, not really. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta um, like love it. So let's let, let's let her, let's Oh, let, about not aging. Gloria Hermandez married some guy and lives the girl i went out with lives in san diego oh. and teddy gaglius who married her cousin puerto rican girl he's greek had a, re a reunion of a 50,000 year wedding and when i walked in and i looked at gloria i thought oh my god this fucking broad she's got a face shot up with plaster oh, and no. she's young and she's oh. got to be like my age 70 something 75 or 76 and I said to her, you look incredible. She said, so do you. So I thought, well, it's not Puerto Rican jeans because <laughs> I'm not Puerto Rican. I'm Italian. But what difference between Puerto Rican and Italian? Fried bananas. Who knows? <laughs> so hold on. Platanos, Jimmy. Plantanos, Plantanos. I love Plantanos. I love that. So, so delicious. So we want to get in a good plug for you here. So you have a new show. You got to tell us a little bit about it. It's called Voices in My Head is what I wrote down. It's debuting yeah. at the Flamboyant Theater or the Clemente. I don't know. I guess that's the same thing on March 12th. Tell us a little bit about what's Voices going. in My Head because Eileen's uh, going I'm to going. it. I'm going. I'm so excited. Yes, yes. Oh, I'm so excited too. I can't wait. We're going to have a good time. Um, so basically, uh, I was a child performer. And I don't know what I like doing most. It just so happened that I got a recording deal first when I was about 18. Um, and I discovered that I could create characters. Actually, I was creating characters. I lived in a very abusive household. And so when I wasn't, you know, scrubbing walls and cleaning and taking care of my little sister and brother, I would uh, go into my bedroom, lock myself up, and create characters and perform in front of my bedroom mirror where I had this sort of uh, fantasy audience that, you know, my story is that I brought the audience out into the world one day and just from visualizing, like, I totally believe that. And so my first show I wrote back in 2000 called uh, Fear in All of Me because, believe it or not, I've been performing my entire life and I suffer from incredible stage fright. Oh, wow. Go away. Yeah. So I, you know, I have a, uh, a pretty uh, good octave range that could literally completely go away if I get scared enough. I cannot sing. So I, uh, I wrote Fear in All of Me with the, with the idea being uh, feel the fear and show up anyway. 
And I do these characters that would tell stories about my life, uh, things that I went through, but as people that I met, like my best friend, Ayelet, who was an Israeli girl, and uh, this uh, transgender that I met like 30 years ago uh, by the name of Bambi. So I had all these wonderful characters. And then this time around, I wrote Voices in My Head, uh, which is really, the Voices in My Head is, is my creative process. Everything I've ever done from singing to writing to creating, just about anything, including I've written sitcoms and um, uh, full-length feature scripts, and we've shot a few things, shorts, uh, have come from voices. Usually they're the voices of, say, my grandma, uh, my dad now who has passed. And oftentimes they're just voices. And it's, it's almost like inspirational voices. And I like to think of them as, um, you know, Puerto Ricans are very spiritual people. And my mom was big into Santeria and that kind of stuff. I'm not religious. Right. You know, I'm now, wait, now, can I go back with you? The reason you were in an abusive relationship was your mother, want, like, uh, Maria, a friend of ours, her mother wouldn't let her date. She was 18 years old. She wasn't allowed to go out with a boy. They used to sneak. And if the mother found out, she'd beat the shit out of her daughter because stay away from boys. Was your mother that kind of a Puerto Rican with yeah. that old-fashioned, that very old-fashioned, traditional uh, craziness? But on top of that, yes, to, uh, to that question. But So um, you, you weren't allowed to date boys or go to parties and uh, anything? We weren't allowed to go out, really. Uh, however, my mom was also a suicidal manic depressive. Okay, so you Terrible. had your hands full. Yeah, so she, you know, I thought everyone's parent uh, was trying to off themselves basically all the time. It was just the most normal thing to call 911 and be like, my mom has passed out. So the first show sort of dealt with that with humor, if you can believe it. I... My best friend, Ivan Diller, um, many years ago, we were having breakfast and basically I was telling him some horrible stories. Every time we got together, I'd tell him something else horrible from my childhood and he would laugh so hard and he'd say, I've never met anyone that could tell me just the worst stories and, and make me laugh. You should write this into a show. And that's how my first show happened in 2000. And then now this one. Yeah, I so mean, it's, it's finding the humor in life's craziness, really. So let well, me ask wait, you one more thing. Do you believe that being abused made you stronger and better? That if you came from a different family, you wouldn't be who you are? Oh, absolutely. I, I, um, I believe that also. Yes, 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 yes. And I, I also, you know, I really do believe that when we come in to whatever, in, in my case, this lifetime now, I don't know that there's certain... I don't know if I'm going to call it deals, but they're spirits that we sort of are in a group of and we come in to fulfill some sort of a purpose. And I don't know that I could fulfill the purpose of being an example for people of just some of the worst, some of the worst challenges and scenarios you can imagine and still finding truly the beauty in life. And that's what my work is about. It's about saying to people, you know, let me reflect, uh, let, let me be a reflection for you. Like, look at me. And if you're going through some horrible shit, let me tell you some stuff. And together, I, I, not only can you tell your story, but we can heal each other, you know, and you're not I alone. That's like so. somebody once wrote something about me. They said, Ron Russell is a white, uh, what, oh, a white privileged. privileged man. And I wrote back on Facebook, privilege my ass. My father was from Italy. 
When I was bad, my father stood me in a corner, took his belt off, and whipped me. Right. My father used to throw me across the room. Yeah. I never. I didn't like my father very much. Right. My mother was another one that she was okay, but she would never go against him because she gets shot in the head. So right. she'd let him knock me around. Uh, I came from privilege, my ass. I came from privilege. I was a war baby. In Second World War, we didn't have coal to heat our house. We didn't have gasoline for the car. We couldn't buy tires. It wasn't privileged. Right. People today are privileged. That's right. So I... You know, if they if they lived my life, they would appreciate the things I like. I love tires on my car now, and I like putting gas in because that's a privilege. You know what? <clears throat> I I was I was born in Spanish Harlem, um, and I wait, was where? One hundred twenty sixth Street. One hundred and from one sixteen to one nineteen. And what avenue? Third Park Avenue and Lexington Avenue. Oh, I know, Harvard. I know, I know the avenue. I know the I neighborhood. I know you well. too. I'm sure I you love that. I had yeah. a lot of friends up there. Okay, so go was, ahead. So I was born there, and I was raised in the South Bronx when it was the burning times. And so uh, we live in one. Of, we lived in one of the buildings, surrounded by other burnt down buildings, and that was very normal. So when people see me today. Um, uh, in, in times when I've had an opinion about something or I went against something that I thought was uh, an injustice, people would say, oh, of course, you get to talk that way because you're privileged. And I'm like, first of all, I'm fucking brown. I mean, how I hate that shit. And I'm gay, so I'm not privileged. Being Hello. Gay. So it's like privilege my ass. I'm a woman. I'm strong, which makes me a bitch. And then, I mean, I could just go on and on. And I'm like, and on top of that, I was raised on food stamps and government cheese. So if I have nice things, I've busted my ass for it. I deserve it. If I want to feel good and look good, why does that make me privileged? I mean, it's like... Good I for you. Good, good, good for you, girl. You keep it up. You're fabulous. Crazy. I thank love you. you. Oh, thank so you. I have, a que I have a question because we have a lot of people who want to be entertainers who watch this. And the fact that you have stage fright, I think, is a really... And you've overcome it, and you're always working to overcome it. I think that's a big deal. Tell people that, like, at the height of your uh, at the height of your your singing career, I mean, you were probably playing arenas with like thirty thousand people or something, right? Oh yeah, oh so yeah. I did. Um, I remember one. Uh, the very first huge thing I did was Candlestick Park, um, and I remember uh, coming in to the back of it where all these other incredibly famous singers were. And uh, I, I'm not like a, a fan kind of, I'm the kind of person that can look at someone and really appreciate their work and inside be just screaming and on the outside just be really kind of cool. And I was just surrounded wall to wall with some of the most incredible singers and stars. And I remember <laughs> since I was sort of backstage, they kept saying, are you ready? We're gonna get you on, are you ready? And when they pushed me out, when they said Karina and they screamed, I literally went deaf. It was like white noise. And that was my very first experience with that, uh, with the people in my uh, mirror, my bedroom mirror sort of coming out because that's what I would see when I was a child. And I almost couldn't move. I almost stood there frozen. And what I have found that's crazy is that the more people, the less fear I feel the more I can see them. So when people are this big, or rather I'm this big on stage, I'm good there. You put me in a place where I can actually focus in on any individual people like my show, 
<laughs> and I'm like dying before I come out every single time. You'll see it. You'll see it because of very be well, nervous. Karina, Karina, can I can I blow your mind right now? Yes. You have four and a half million people watching you live. Oh my God. That's true. And, we're all, and we're all over the world. We're in England, Australia, everywhere. I love it. Oh, so you got so you haven't got any stage fright. You know, <laughs> When when I do when I make movies I go into a coma, I'm I'm no longer me. I go into another transcendental state. I don't know where I am, but I I, I don't. Everything is like weird and fuzzy, and I concentrate on what I'm doing. So I don't have stage fright. It's just some kind of schizophrenia. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, it's Eileen's turn. Go, Eileen. What were you gonna say? Hey, no, you. On your opening night, are you gonna like be scared? Do you need a hug? I mean, tell me. <laughs> if she hugs you, sure. She'll smother you if she hugs you. Oh my, I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, we, you know, we have that pre-party and uh -huh. I'm usually such a mess that my, my group of people are like, you know, you can't come out because you're just going to be falling apart. You're not going to make any sense. I'm like, we'll figure it out on the day. Just leave me alone for now. Yeah. I, I literally get sick to the point where I'm like, Bleh. and then you throw me out there and it takes me about, Probably about two minutes to just let the room go, and then I'm okay. I'm going to be thinking about you in the audience for that two minutes and praying for you. Thank but I know you. that you're going to be great. <laughs> but let me tell you something to make you feel better. Do you yes. know who jo Joan Crawford is, the actress? Yes, of course. Yes. Okay, terrified stage fright. Yes. And in front of a camera, she was wonderful. But you okay. put her in front of people, she was. Peeing herself, vomiting, fainting. She had to drink everything. Joan Crawford was terrified. Oh, terrified. Barbara Streisand apparently has the worst stage fright. Stage Barbara. fright. Yeah. It's that's amazing. Be that's because when she sings, she's afraid snots are going to come out of her exactly. nose. Exactly. I don't care. I hate her. <laughs> I, I, so... <laughs> So out of all the people that Did you, you ever have snots come out of your nose? <laughs> right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an un it's not an uncommon thing for singers, you know. Because if they breathe and they hit a they hit a note, drool comes out of their nose. It's true. I love it. So out of all the people that who who's been one of your most favorite people that you've actually performed with or been in concert with or done on tour with? Like who are some of your favorites? Oh wow, let me see. I'm gonna say I'll say this. Uh I've worked with a lot of really cool people and there have been a lot of people that have just been absolute and total assholes, so I won't <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't we all have I wanna know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That's a more interesting interview. I would have to say that in terms of like um, really well-known people, the, some of the most amazing people I met were actually in the film world. Uh, Tim Robbins and Ooh, Ruben Blades. Oh, my God. Oh, and Vanessa Redgrave. Holy crap. Yeah, I, I mean, love, 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 love these people. And in terms of singers, I one of the people that was really the nicest, Lenny Kravitz. Oh, wow. Oh, how cool. Yeah, he was not only super cool, but really just, I don't know, his spirit felt like really down to earth. But, you know, a lot of people, when you meet them, you generally meet them in like some over-the-top red carpet bullshit party and they're feeling themselves. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I feel the same way. <laughs> it's true, you know, and so you don't really get to see who they are. 
and you don't really get to feel them and it's like and so everyone's pretending and and so you there's hasn't been anyone that I've gotten close enough to that I can honestly say this person is this way or isn't that way but Lenny Kravitz we were waiting to be interviewed for a Washington radio station so we just had like 30 minutes waiting in the hallway and he was awesome you know but that was like a personal moment yeah well do you know who Jane Russell was he just reminded me. Yes, I know Jane Russell. I love she was she was my best friend for many years. We hung out. And she was probably the most down to earth, honest broad, who used to say to me, I don't know what happened. The Lord was was guiding me. I turned a corner and I was in movies. She said, I never wanted to be an actress. I never thought about it. And I have no idea how I became an actress. Uh-huh. Really and truly. And she couldn't have cared less about it. She hated hated making movies. She hated the business. And if somebody said, "Darling, let's do lunch," she'd go like this. <laughs> she hated phony people. So we've got we've got four minutes. Let's that's real quick. First oh. of all, you guys, you can find Karina on Twitter. You guys, which I don't know if you followed me back, but you have to follow me back. Oh, I think I'm do- I, I me too. I'll check. I'm Doctor Jimmy too. Star, but she, she's Karina. Yeah. Oh, Cat Cat Ayala. So it's C O R I N A K A T T A Y A L A. Yes. Karina oh my God! Did that Ayala. Sorry, Ayala. I have to complete the interview. Who's your husband? When did you meet him? How long are you married? And are you terribly in love? Oh my God! Okay, so my husband is Joaquin Maceo Rosa. He is as beautiful as his name. Um, he is. I met him. I did my one woman show, the first one, and someone who came to see it wrote something for me. Um, and I met him because there was myself, there was only four characters, myself, Mr. Wrong, Mr. Right, and Mr. Right Now, and believe it or not, my <laughs> husband playing Mr. Mr. Right. Oh my gosh, Mr. I thought you were going to say Mr. Mr. Right Now. No, I love <laughs> those. I love those. here is that we, uh, we never learned our lines, because if I tell you we fell in love immediately, so when it was time to perform, we couldn't give anybody cues, and we made it up, and then we won the festival. <laughs> <laughs> that goes to show it. you're better than the writer and the there director. You know, I love it. <laughs> so how long, have you, how long are you married? Uh, 12 years now. Good. Congratulations. And how many children? None. Oh, okay. Not everybody wants children today. Well, our projects are on ch- our, our children. Right. There you go. Right. So hold on. And... These are our children. Oh, yay! Yes, yes, us too. So Aww. wait, tell everybody, because we've got two, two wait, minutes. I, I want to sign off from her. I have to say something. I absolutely find you to be the most charming, the most beautiful, smiley, happy, outward personality. Why you're ever shy on stage, do not be. Because as an as a audience, I would adore watching you and seeing you. You yeah. actually connect with people. Mm-hmm. So get over that bullshit. And thank you so much for coming on the show. I, I really do care very much about you. I'd like you back again. Yeah, we'll have her I back. But hold on. Love her. Hold on. Yeah. You tell us, how do people get tickets for your show? Oh, so let's see. If you go to uh, KarinaVoices.BPT.me. So it's brown paper tickets, and you okay, just look it. up Voices in My Head. There you go. And you guys or follow even, Or even KarinaKatayala.com. 
There you go. And you guys follow her on Twitter. She's also got a sitcom in development, a debut Latin album coming out, and a memoir in the pipeline. And when some of those things get ready to come out, just shoot me another email and we'll bring you back. When you I do will. the Latin. Oh my God, when, this has been so great. I love next you. Next time we'll bring you Wait, on earlier. When you do the Latin album, because you know, I know how to do the cha cha, the mambo from my day. <laughs> And I was good at the cha the cha with some dance. Let me tell you, I used to cha cha my ass off all over the floor. So anyway, <laughs> we wish you all the luck with your show, Voices in My Head. We want to thank Eileen for introducing us yes, to you. Yes, thank you, Eileen. Absolutely wonderful. You're, You're so wonderful, you. and we will see you soon. And good luck with the show. And keep us posted. And and anything you need, let us know. Thank you, Ron. Thank you all. Thank all you, right, you guys. Bye. Bye. Nice to know you, Cody. No. All right, everybody. Ciao, Thank ciao, you so Bella. much. Ciao. Bye, everyone. Yay. Bye-bye, honey. What a fabulous lady. What, what a fabulous a nice show, you guys. We had a great time, you guys. We want to thank everybody in the chat room. We want to thank Danielle and Scott. Uh, we want to thank Eileen for coming with us. We're getting ready for a round. And we want to thank Eileen's sisters for showing up. There we go. And, and you guys, chat thank room, thanks, guys everybody. Thanks for having me. And we'll see you guys next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye. Thank you.